Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insterity, HR that makes a difference, on News Radio 1120, KMOX. KMOX Radio in St. Louis, in our unending quest to inform, to educate, and to enrich our vast listening audience, is pleased once again to welcome one of our era's most erudite, esteemed, and enlightened educators this or any city has ever produced. You know him as Dr. Ray Arvidson, recently retired James S. McDonald, distinguished professor of earth and planetary sciences at Washington University. We know him as the smartest man in the world. Today, we continue our dialogue with a man known for his contributions to NASA, including as deputy director of the Mars Exploration Rovers, he has received three NASA Public Service Medals and was awarded the prestigious Whipple Award from the Geological Society of America. The Whipple Award, of course, given to the scientist who best squeezes the Charmin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Ray Arvidson. Hi, Doc. How are Hi, you? Good morning, guys. By the way, I'm good. I'm actually getting a fourth Public Service Medal uh, in August. Which is a brilliant honor. Congratulations. Well, that's how is retirement? Retirement is busy. I mean, I'm I'm talking to you guys and, and I'm doing gardening. I'm I'm still doing a little research. It's it's better um than I ever thought. A whole lot of fun. And I, of course I get more more time with my wife. Are you done completely then driving the rover? Because we know you as the driver of the rover there in your NASCAR gear. Uh are you are you done with that? I am, I am so done that they took away my driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Well, Doc, the reason I wanted to have you on, I'm sure you saw it earlier this week. NASA came out, and they've put together a commission. Uh, they get, uh, you know, several hundred UFO sightings a month. Almost all of them can be explained. Uh, but there's 2 to 5% of them that NASA says they can't explain uh, number one, do you believe in UFOs? Number two, have you seen one? And do you think that they uh, that something's out there that's maybe making UFOs? Well, the, the NASA committee did a t- good thing. First of all, um, they renamed them unidentified anomalous phenomena because they may not be flying, right? So they also, anything that they do is in the public domain. So all the data that they're collecting will be made available. And they've, they've gone through with really good scientific method. And some of the tiny, tiny fraction can't be explained. But gosh, you know, John, sometimes they're planets like Mercury or Venus. Sometimes they're stars like Sirius, which is the brightest star in our, our visible universe. Sometimes they're balloons. Sometimes they're drones. Sometimes they're spacecraft in orbit like Starlink from Elon Musk. Or, or the International Space Station. Then there are also atmospheric phenomena, sun dogs. Sun dogs are little bright dots on either side of the sun due to scattering in the, of ice in the atmosphere. So there is a tiny, tiny fraction that they can't explain. The issue is the data are not good enough to figure out what they are. So hmm. uh, going back, let me say one more thing. My, my colleague, Carl Sagan, before he died, that, you know, if you want make, to make an incredible discovery or an announcement, you need an incredible amount of evidence. And that just doesn't exist to say that there's something up there that's alien, that's intelligent, that's visiting the Earth. It's unfortunate 
you know, that the members of the committee, and I know a couple of them, are getting all sorts of emails saying they're covering things up and they're conspiracy theorists. These folks are doing it the right way. I mean, they're going into the data and making a, a very objective set of classifications and analyses. It's unfortunate, you know, the conspiracy theorists are up and saying, but aliens have been on the earth for a thousand years. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that's uh, that's just it. I mean, you, you've got people out there who believe all kinds of things. and But your point is that this commission is going to get to the facts, and if there are facts, we'll, we'll know them. That's right, and all in the public domain. This is not the Defense Department, you know, where they're doing secret stuff. Everything, and this goes back to the creation of NASA um, in the Eisenhower administration, everything NASA collects is in the public domain by definition. So they don't get into classified materials. So, you know, the folks can take anybody you know, when this is all published, can look at the, the data they're collecting and make their own decisions um, rather than just saying aliens have been with us and we know that. All right, going to switch gears on you. I was scrolling social media earlier this week and they were talking about the amount of space junk that uh, exists outside of our atmosphere that we've put up there that's revolving. And it, this particular thing showed, you know, hundreds of thousands of pieces of stuff uh, I bet you've helped contribute, put some of that stuff up there. How, how much of how much of that is a problem for us as we are continuing to explore space um, that we've got to avoid all this, you know, junk, if you will? And is there a way to ever clean it up? I don't know about cleanup, but it is a problem. I mean, the International Space Station's had to change orbit a couple times or more than a couple times. Because the Defense Department actually tracks all this space junk. And there's a lot of it, right? Because it's not only us, but, <coughs> excuse me, other countries putting things into orbit and then leaving this, the Earth or, or being in Earth orbit. And there's just a lot of debris up there. So it's unlikely you're going to get hit. But um, you have to watch. And sometimes um, you need to make sure if you're a big object that you get out of the way by changing the, the altitude of the orbit. The speed of the space station, is it? it's kind of visible in the sky right about now. Is that right? I'm not exactly sure now, but there are, there are various apps that you can get to track it. And it's visible every, depending on how, how much you want to look off to the horizon and whether or not you're in the woods. But sometimes it's kind of overhead. Sometimes it's just coming up for a little bit. Uh, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. I'm, I'm not sure about today. Um, we're all watching Elon Musk uh, put these rockets into space, but he's also working on the rocket that's going to send us back to the moon. Um, number one, what's taken us so long? And, you know, don't we already have the technology? And when are we going to see somebody back on the moon? I think somebody's going back to the moon just in a couple years, and it will be on the space launch system. Uh, which has been up and it's traveled. That's that's the new launcher for for heavy loads. So NASA's doing it. <clears throat> the SpaceX is trying to get their really heavy lifter working. It's it's a complicated problem uh, because it has a lot of parts. What what Elon Musk wants to do is actually go to Mars and send people to Mars, and that's going to take a while. But that's his, I think, ultimate objective for SpaceX. So, likewise for for NASA. But NASA is doing it with a couple, three astronauts, you know, for exploration and science. 
whereas Elon Musk, I think, wants to colonize Mars. I wouldn't go. It's a cold, dangerous place. There's no vegetation. There may or may not be life, but there is life. It's microbial. I'm, I'm not a colonist. What's the, uh, protect the Earth what's, the, what's the flight time to Mars? It's six months, unless you have propulsion to keep you going faster, which we don't have right now. Wow, it's probably hard to get a crew in there, you know, serving the drinks. and That's a long flight. That's right. So we yeah, haven't long showers. We haven't been to the moon in my lifetime, yet we've been there. And everybody tells me the reason why is it's so complicated for us to get back there. Why? Why is it so hard for us to do something we've already done? So there was a national commitment to go to the moon back in the 60s under Kennedy's administration and Johnson and a little bit with Nixon. And it, it took the the focused resources of NASA and industry to get us there. And then after that, there was kind of a a lapse in direction for NASA. And then we went to the space shuttle uh, and never really went beyond that with the International Space Station. So beginning, you know, back with the Republican administrations, then Obama, and now with Biden, there's a focus to actually get back to the moon. But for a while, we lost the capability you know, with the Saturn V gone, that's what lifted the astronauts up to go to the moon eventually. Uh, now we have the space launch system, which is the vehicle that's needed to get the heavy stuff to go to the moon. So we're back in the in the action, and we better be, because the Chinese and the Russians are, are doing it independently. We're doing it with a lot of other nations. So we're, we're going back. We're going back to be there in a sustained way as a stepping stone to go to Mars. Dr. Ray Arvidson has been our guest. You know him as the smartest man in the world. If you, if people want to see you, read about you, or uh, hear you talk somewhere, you doing anything? Oh gosh, um, my next time will be in Iceland in July uh, on a on a Viking cruise ship. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything scheduled. But I, I, you know, my my email is there. If you Google me, and I'd be happy to you know, answer questions as needed. I just don't want to hear about aliens being on the surface of the Earth for right. thousands of years. Well, don't years. give your email address out then. And uh, we, we can always hear him on with Hancock and Kelly. Doctor, as long as you're we willing to do it, we want to keep we having you on. Sounds good. Have a good weekend, sir. Okay. <laughs> and we step aside for just a very brief moment, and we'll come back and wrap things up on Hancock and Kelly here on The Voice of St. Louis, Scam X.